Well, hey everybody, we're back on 88.8 Day Radio. Yes, it's me again. And today we've got a very special guest in the studio today. Jacob, how are you? Hi, good to be here. <laughs> well, today I know you've been prepared. I see you dressed up, but we're on the radio, so it doesn't matter. And we're going to be playing the dating game. Ring a ding ding. Thanks. I'm now, Jacob. Oh. How single are you? <laughs> Deadly. Well, that is terrible. Well, lucky for you, we got two eligible partners on the other side of the, the radio here. So let's tune in first. We got contestant number one and contestant number two. Can you both hear me? Uh, hello? Yeah, yeah, hear you good. Loud and clear. Can I get my can I get my headphones up? No. <laughs> uh, all right. So, Jacob, you're chronically lonely, chronically single. You have to ask them each a question. So first, pick a contestant, ask him a question that would win your heart. If you could give me some sugar, what kind of pie do you think I'd bake? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you asking? Uh, I thought uh, I thought it was caller one, which is I thought Adam. Oh, cool. Uh, well, Jake, I would make you the most delicious pecan pie because it is just full of sugar. It's so sweet and so delicious. My, my. How do you feel about that, Jacob? Well, that makes me feel like the Grinch at Christmas morning making my heart grow three times bigger. That's my goal. That's what I always want to do for you. All right. Ask another question, Jacob. Caller number two. How many push-ups can you do after we have a little fun in the shower? <laughs> you know when you're all clean, but it's time to get dirty again. Well, in, in, in my experience, uh, when you're showering with someone else, the shower's not for that, getting clean. I never said that. Dirty. I never said that. He never said that. Wait, I'm... Sorry, my headphones are still really low. I didn't quite hear the question. Can we try this? At, what? How after after we both shower, how many push-ups can you do? You see, I live in a swanky house with two showers right beside each other. Oh, okay. I think I, I, th- I think I heard it that time. My headphones are still really low. Um, well, we can't actually, fix so at, in the shower, <laughs> I would shave off all of the hair and so I would be so aerodynamic but so I'd be able to at least do like six at least seven and what are you gonna do about that clog drain from your hair bad boy <laughs> I'm gonna get a plunger and I'm gonna flush that thing right out you know flush it I'm gonna I'm gonna plunge I'm gonna plunge it right out. I'm gonna be right over top of okay, there. Okay, well, that there's plunger. too much chemistry happening between contestant <laughs> number two and and you, Jacob. Well, let's, too let's much plunging. We're halfway through now, Jacob. How are you feeling? You've asked each of them a question. Why, where are you leaning right now? Uh, a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. <laughs> that is the two columns we have. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, Jacob, this is gonna be. The last question you get to ask, and you're going to ask them each the same one, giving them each a chance to respond. What is the last question you want to ask? And remember, after this, you're getting engaged. 
Okay, uh, radio host, I'm, I'm feeling confident about this one. You see a glass of water sitting on the table beside us. Is it mine or is it yours? It's definitely yours that I got for you uh, before you even asked because I knew you were thirsty. <gasps> oh. And guess number two? What would you say? Trick question. It's vodka. We're getting lit. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, column A, or guest number one. Originally, I thought we'd be at the uh, Riviera, um, and uh, we had just sat down, and so it would have been possible for you to have ordered it for us, because we sat down at a table that was just used because it's so busy in this crazy place. But it's busy inside here, and we just snuck this table because it is actually an underground club, which is why Connor deserves this, because it is not water, it is vodka. No, I did my best. I just don't. I think you're making Sorry, a huge mistake. Sorry, caller number one. No. Gonna have to pull the le- pull the lever. Good <laughs> chunk. Bye bye. No, don't bite me. <laughs> now with the <laughs> howling screams of contestant number one in the background. Oh my god. Number two. You'll have to get on your knee. I can't believe it. I can't believe I won ten thousand dollars. This is the best game show ever. Like, no, no, no. You won. Let me pull the screen back. Jacob! Oh. Oh, he he called into this room when he was behind, like, a little slim screen. Yeah, we had to keep the mystery. (laughs) Well, I mean, like, I I guess marriage is pretty cool, too. Um, uh, It's an investment that pays endless dividends. Do you do do the right knee or the the left knee? Both knees. Seppuku! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations! Funeral costs. We'll cover them. All right, that has been 88.8 Radio Jacob. Thank you for joining. Tune in next week when we find someone else the love of their life. <laughs> and scene. That, that That's our show, everybody. I personally prefer the alternate ending where I live. <laughs> <laughs> you still don't win, though, for some reason. It's not canon. Uh, <laughs> well... That was something. The way Connor has <laughs> talked about plunging his shower, my God. The the answer was already so clear by that point. Yeah, but I don't want any hair up there. So <laughs> you're gonna flush it out. It's like what is going on? Yeah, I don't I don't know how he flushed out hair that he plunged out from a shower drain. This is just all going a million different places. <laughs> Speaking of a million different places, that's basically our D and D show. And I am Dungeon Master Seth. Also, radio host alongside Jacob. Hello, it's me, Jacob. Also, plays Zippy Westboro in Cheaper by the Dungeon. And Adam, contestant number one. Hi, I'm Adam. You might be asking how I got here. Well, it's a long story. It all and started Connor. one day. <laughs> Hi, I'm Connor. I play Apophis. Kachow! No, he doesn't. He wishes he could. I do wish. Uh, I wish so much that I could play Apophis. <laughs> he wants to steal my NPC and kill Darian. Everything. This but, does uh, cause an existential question where what do you do when one NPC is more interesting and more entertaining than all the three player characters combined? Yeah, Seth completely undermined us with one character. <laughs> I didn't know. Um, oh? <laughs> what the heck? I choose contestant number three. Myself. The mirror. Because <laughs> um, if you don't love yourself, 
who else can you love? Exactly. <laughs> we're so wholesome. Uh, but no, we're we're a Dungeons and Dragons podcast, obviously. And uh, what, are you guys ready? Ready to go? I think so. I, I, the last last little bit of last episode, everything was so dire. I think I'm on death death's door. I think I am too. Actually, <laughs> let me recap it. So. Last episode, trapped in a big ball of dirt, Darian went literally like Super Saiyan with Draken and was like Jojo on the on the ball, punching it, uh, which kind of saved them. Uh, Norman and, and Zippy were nice and, and pretended it did. Um, <laughs> but they uh, went to go save Apophis, who was fighting the Tarantula Hawk uh, that was heading into this head, uh, the center of this castle, into Cool and. Uh, Apophis lost his arm. He was duking it out. The gang tried to save him, but then King Veal showed up, and he was a chimera, and he had three heads. One of the lion heads was already cut off earlier. He had a dragon head that was blowing fire. Uh, Darian freaking uh, went ninja mode and sliced off all his heads. Norman grabbed the dragon fire from his throat in his demon hand. And then just when they thought everything was going peachy, uh, the elevator that had a barrier around it started descending with Apophis, the beloved NPC, and this tarantula hawk enemy. Zippy and Darian and Norman, all at any cost, would not let me kill this NPC, so they saved him. Zippy almost died, and the tarantula hawk, with the blue flower on their back, morphed and became possessed through the blue flower by none other than Lou Blonger. Yes, that's right. The big bad. Uh... Immediately, uh, there was a standoff. Lou Blonger was wanting their grand treasure clue. They're not obviously going to give it up. But uh, he tried to kill them all, and he nearly did it. Uh, in in the whole sequence of events, Zippy went down and got healed back up. It was chaos. But luckily, they all escaped. And just as Lou Blonger in their tarantula hawk form was about to get them again, these cobras, these koi fish... Cobra, giant beasts, slammed down and ate the bug and were, like, exploding out of this pit that the elevator was on. Uh, the team was running out, but these Cobras were, like, piling over each other, causing so much chaos and damage. Darian fell unconscious for maybe the first time ever, like, legitimately. And uh, Zippy went unconscious and was all up to Norman and Apophis, who had one arm and was just screaming dude the whole time. Guys, I'm gassed! And- <laughs> he was so gassed! And, uh... Just as everything was seeming dire, they look out at the city of Takul, and all they could see was the Takul residents taking the blue pills so that they could fight back against these insectoids that were just storming the city. So the blue pills are on both sides, insectoids and the Takul people, and everything was going chaos, they were fighting. But just as all the insects saw the Koibras coming out of the castle, they ran away. Because Koibras eat bugs, and they they didn't want that. Just as they were about to get trampled by Koibras looking for their next meal, Valentine, deja vu, slid, drift into uh, the fray, opened the door, and asked them if they wanted to buy anything and invited them inside the carriage. (laughs) So that's where we are now. Norman, you're the only one awake. Zippy and Darian are both on death's door. Darian, I think, already failed once, so he's already failed the death save. I've won success, though. And Yeah, but nobody cares about that. And then, <laughs> and at least I don't. I want you to die. Uh, and Apophis He's just saying there. what we're all thinking. 
Apophis is there wounded. But Valentine turns to you, Norman. It's just like, man, whoa, pretty loud out there. But it's nice and cozy in here, huh? Oh yeah, like you came like perfectly in the in the perfect time. I'm I'm so grateful. I mean, how did you know to come save us? This is amazing. By the way, do you have any sweet deals? Oh, I do, I have tons of deals, and I didn't really know. I just my my sense for gold and curses was tingling, and uh, and well, it led me to you as always. I think your friend's decaying. Oh, uh, well, he does do that sometimes. Uh, I'm gonna gently shake his shoulder, and I'm gonna. Man, he could die right here. I'm gonna try to. You don't have anything to like, you kind know, of like slow the 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 rate of death. And I'm gonna start doing some medical, um, you know, processes. Uh, make a medical check. Oh man, this could be uh, bad. Valentine goes. Yeah, um, I might have something in the back. Not a lot of healing stuff here, unfortunately. Just a lot of cool zany items. We only have six seconds, probably a little less now. Okay, well, I'll get moving. Oh, no. And, uh, who's the snake? Ooh, uh, th- that's Apophis. He's really rad. And by the way, is Zippy conscious, or is he, like, making death saves? Zippy, make a death save. <sighs> Got a nine. Everyone's dying around me! All right, that's a fail. Uh, um, I rolled... A three plus four. Okay. Oh, no. Well, Darian's uh, looking bad. Um, Darian? Hey, Darian. Uh, Valentine's like, oh, all right, I'll ask questions later. Let's uh, let's scramble. Hey, Snake Man, just go start looking for anything like generally red and in a bottle. Those are usually worthwhile. And he's like, dude, I, oh, my arm. The adrenaline was like not there before, but. Well, it was, and now my... Oh, 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 for you, Apophis, I have a healing potion. Here, here you go. I'm, I'm just kidding. Oh, by know. the way, you find four cupcakes uh, sitting on Darian's chest. Oh, I'm starving. I'm going to eat one. So how, how many health points is that? Do I go up? Uh, 1d4. Oh, baby. One sec while I roll this. One. Adding that. And I'm going to take one of those and put it into Darian's mouth. Hey, Darian, come on. Don't don't die on me. Come on. <laughs> DM, is it able to actually help with me being unconscious? You start putting it in his mouth and you're like making him chomp at Darian. Or Ow, my finger! You're making him chomp at uh, Norman. And Darian, all of a sudden, <coughs> you cough. <Yes! laughs> awesome. I got it. One hit point. <laughs> okay, now one sec, Darian, uh, and I'm going to turn and grab the other cupcake, and I'm going to put it in Zippy's mouth really quick. As you go to put it in Zippy's mouth, we're going to cut. Oh? To Zippy. Zippy, guess where you are again? The dream plane, as it, always. Oh, uh, I was going to say somewhere else. <laughs> no. Welcome to the team. <laughs> Welcome to the deep. No, you're in the Black Sea with a large luminescent blue tree in the backdrop. Uh, You've been here several times before. You can tell that's the dream tree and you're on the the sea uh, and the waves are and you're just walking on the water. But you're lying down face first and you're like, ugh. Darian was probably there a second ago, but he's already woken up. But you pick yourself up and you're staring around. And it all looks just 
empty. It's just Black Sea. I thought there was like a tree there, though. Well, yeah, there's the tree in the distance, the dream so tree. So it's not empty. <laughs> yeah, DM. <laughs> but I want you to make a perception check. I need to keep Zippy like filled with espresso. I I never want to go back to this place. Once I got once we got Norman out during that one scene, I never want to go back. There's nothing but trouble at this place. Perception, you said. Mm-hmm. That's an eleven. Six plus five. Okay. You look around and you don't notice anything yet. And you're just feeling like, well, damn it. I'm here. You can't wake up. You can't do much. Uh, But you know, like in the dream space, you can kind of fly. You can kind of do whatever you want. Um, (laughs) I guess. Sometimes that seems a bit inconsistent, but. (laughs) It kind of is. (laughs) Uh, There's a reason. I'm sure of it. Um. But you're, you're looking around and you're just kicking. But all of a sudden, with your 11, your ears catch it. Ding, 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 ding. It's like the sound of something bouncing. And it sounds oddly familiar oh, to a no. similar bouncing noise made by that black ball. <laughs> the black ball from way back. You immediately turn around and you see it's, it, it's really hard to see. But you can tell the noise is coming from there. It's like coming just in a straight line direction from where you turned around on these waves. There's nothing really spectacular. You're just hearing ding, ding, ding. Do you move closer? No. I want to go towards the tree. That seems a bit more interesting. He can follow if he wants. Or it can follow right. if he wants. You start walking towards the tree. You know Viso was there. You fell out of there. That's where the white space was from before. Um... And you can tell this is kind of the tree that connects everybody's dreams. But you're walking, and all of a sudden, you you hear the ding, ding, get distant. And then ding, ding, ding. It starts getting closer, like it's in front of you. Like like you're walking, and it's like, oh, it's positioned now in front of you. And make another perception check. Uh, 10 plus 5, 15. You notice now... As you're walking to the tree, I think the contrast of colors makes it easier to see. But it's like, you know, when you're driving and, and the road, the pavement is like emitting heat and you see like those little heat waves, like it's kind of makes everything a little blurry, a little wavy. You can see there's kind of that effect happening, like that steam effect happening in kind of like a rectangle. And you can almost see the outline it's it's still very vague but there's like a rectangle and it has that heat wave and then behind it you can kind of see the black bunny like figure that came from the black ball is like hopping just in it well that's weird but i want to touch the tree (laughs) do you want to go around it fine i'll go i'll go up to it you go up to it and you can see clearer now there's the black bunny hopping they still have no face and they're just kind of waving like like beckoning you to come closer they're like you know come on come on like closer i thought it was just 10 feet is it but it's like moving away you you get closer to it and it's like you know you can see it's like oh it's kind of like a wavy heat steam door and they're like just beyond it it's like one feet in front of you 
And they're like, come, come. So to go like to go through the door. Yeah. Go through this like wave, this steam wave. I can you describe the steam wave a bit a bit for me? So imagine like, you know, it's like heat and steam and you're looking through it and it's like it's like when you look at a like a mirage in the desert and you see like a you're seeing like um a little uh, oasis and you know it's got like the waves and it's all heat it's like it's not super noticeable but it kind of distorts your vision but you can notice this is only happening in this kind of like rectangle and as you get closer you can kind of tell it's like oh this is only in this like kind of rectangular cube space like when you jump through a painting in mario 64 and it gets yeah it goes all yeah just like that um i mean yeah i but how, how? When's this last time I'll get to touch the tree? It like connects other people's dreams. That could be useful. Yeah, it could be. But I can feel my castmates' eyes on me right now. <laughs> <laughs> um. Hi. Oh, whatever. You can still I'll, turn around. Nah, whatever. I'll I'll go through it. This this. I need to figure out the mystery of this stupid thing. All right. You go through. I say stupid thing because he's never played by the rules. He always just does his own thing. Or it always does its own you thing. You go through and immediately the black ball like disappears. And you immediately see all your vision. It feels weird, but oddly familiar. And then snap back to reality. Boom! Just as you were about to put the cupcake in Zippy's mouth, Darian. Zippy hidden paths, face step basically, and just slams into like a, a, a like a shelf of items in Valentine's uh, uh, store here, and just crashes into it. Ow! Zippy, you are immediately awake. You're immediately healed. Uh, you're actually for this one. You're all the way back at full. What? Who Whoa. threw me across the room? What was that? I look at the cupcake. What's in these things? <coughs> I, I, I drop it. <laughs> can someone can someone get me down? I'm stuck up here. Okay, what's uh, Apophis? Do you mind helping with Zip? And I, I'm gonna go help Darian to his feet. Darian, you're right. You look like you can barely stand. Darian is currently starfished on the ground, um, chilling with his one hit point. You look so frail, kind of, kind of like usual. But like, I mean, oh, you, you all right? Everything hurts. Here, eat a oh. eat a cupcake. Don't eat that one though. That one, yeah, eat this one. Oh, thanks. A ghost hamster really comes in handy. And uh, I will, on the ground, start chowing down on the on the, on the. I think it's the last cupcake. And I think we're all wondering if it's vanilla or chocolate or what. It's the polka dotted like vanilla birthday cake one. <sighs> Only way. Um, I'm. Can someone help me? I'm stuck up here. I'm like tangled. I'm like tangled in like a web of different trinkets. Ooh, yeah. Uh, here, help Apophis. Maybe give me a hand because I only have one, and you only have one I right now. I only have one, oh, dude. Hey, one hand, high five. I'm not in the mood. <laughs> but fair enough. Here's the be. Uh, just drop, hop down. We'll catch you. I, I can't. My arms and legs are tangled. Okay, I, I try to untangle them using Mage Hand to kind of help me. Ooh, this tickles. You start untangling and you bring Zippy to your feet. Zippy, you feel incredibly well rested. And for gameplay purposes, you have unlocked a new ability. 
after awakening your hidden paths uh, by, you know, channeling Darien and using this Circle of Dreams ability when, like, face-stepping, you now have a new ability called Instant Rest. There's short rest, there's long rest, and there's instant rest. Uh, you have slowly started to become more in tune with dreams and dream worlds and sleeping things. And now, if you ever go down again, you can basically do a self-res and heal for a short rest amount. This time it went all the way up, but for gameplay purposes, every time now, you can short rest. It only works once per day, so it's not like you always can escape death. But uh, it should be pretty useful. And you can also use it on your friends if you choose. Bow down, mortals. <laughs> um, it's like the half-work, like, relentless endurance on steroids. Um, it, It's like that one, like, uh, medical condition where people just, like, fall asleep, like, standing up. Like, Nar- narcolepsy? What's that called? Or, um... Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm just like, mm, poof, like, fall down like a plank of wood. <laughs> like... <laughs> Uh, I'm sleeping now. So if I use it right now, I can go back into the dream world? Uh, No, essentially, like, you know, short rests aren't necessarily dreaming or anything. Are you sleeping? It's just, you know, resting. Uh, You can use it if you're awake. uh, But again, it's once per day right now. Uh, But the benefit is that you can use it even when you've uh, gone unconscious from losing hit points, which is kind of good. Quick point of point of order here. Quick question. Um, so on a short rest, you get to use hit dice to regain health. Does that mean he can use as many hit dice as he would want to regain health? Yes. That's basically a full heal anyway. <laughs> Holy. Fair enough, man. He's a druid. I mean, um, you can't say I haven't earned it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Even guys- though every time I go to the dream world, I'm like, this place sucks. <laughs> You've literally done nothing in the dream world. Seth's been only but a nice, benevolent uh, dungeon master. Yes, I'm too nice. But you know what's nicer? Magic items! Valentine comes back in the room, and he's like, Oh, well, I found something that could cure you of any warts if you cry on it. And then pour it on it. I got it from the void chest. I was pulling things like random. I thought I might get a healing thing. I'm sorry, guys. I do not have any heals in here. Valentine, it's I only felt- because of you that we're alive at all. I mean, I was actually doing okay. But the other guys, like, they were knocked flat out. It was me and Apophis against the Cobra Cobra world. So if you hadn't been here, we'd all be toast anyway. I appreciate it. Now, to first order of business, items. What do Ooh. you all want to buy? I fell into some of your trinkets over there. Is that like a break and buy situation? Mm, yes, unfortunately. But, uh... Oh... Oh, they, they're not broken. They're, they just have fur on them. Yeah. I'll get my assistant to clean these later. But anyways... Assistant? Yes, I have an assistant. How do you think I keep up this shop? Well, bring them out. Well, they're not here. They go out and get items for me and then bring them back and clean. I don't do much. I got the CEO chair, you know? <laughs> Taking all the benefits. <laughs> um, Darian, if it's, since you're, uh, you know, barely escaping by, do you want to go first? Wait, dude! Dude. Yes, Apophis? My arm is off. I'm bleeding. And Kingville... Kingville is dead. Yes, listen, Apophis, that is a tragedy. You may have missed it, 
he actually was a total douche. Uh, he was a chimera, not even a real beast, like belonging to the beast uh, city. I just saw, I saw he trapped me. Wait, Apophis, you're coming here for a second. And I want to, I'm going to like slowly get to my feet. I want to, I want to take his arm, try and hold it on to where it was cut off. And then I'm going to use cure wounds at level three. Okay. Okay, so you go over to Apophis and you're trying to reattach the arm and heal it, but uh, that's not how healing works, so you cannot do that. But you can, like, basically where it's separated at the shoulder, there's, like, the, the you know, separation wound of having your arm cut off. Uh, you can go over there and basically heal it over, kind of cauterize it, or um, just, you know, smooth it over so it's scabbing and not profusely bleeding. But no, you cannot reattach the arm. He gets 14 hit points back. That's pretty tasty. <laughs> but it doesn't heal my heart. Listen. Yeah, but at least you won't die. The pain in your heart, sometimes that only heals with time. And with good company. Look around you, you're with us now. And I think it, it may be prudent to to leave to cool for a time. Let the dust settle here because it's literally under a rampage. Uh... I mean, you're welcome to come with us for now if you'd like. I mean, you did fight to keep us alive as well. But guys, I don't think any of you understand me. My idol, the person I looked up most in the world, turned out to be a total dingus. Like a real butt. (laughs) Maybe this is a wake-up call you need, because... Now it's time to be your own idol. I think there comes a time in life where, yes, we have mentors and such, but but it's time to to look from within. And we've already started that journey by by you even, you know, not taking that that pill we were gonna take earlier, and you you've you're already going down the path of self-reliance. I was relying on him and what he stood for. And how like freaking slick that lion's mane was yeah but clearly I worked anything... so hard every day I trained every day to meet the dude like really meet him well you're better off without him first off worth noting he literally tried to kill all of us two um, I actually remember a past time I was in this very shop there is something here that can give you hair just as awesome as his. In fact, it can even make the hair sentient. It can, like, wield... Hold on. Can can I just say something real quick? Look, Apophis, I... I'm not gonna say I know exactly how you feel, because I don't think anybody can ever know exactly how someone feels. And while King Veal may have actually been an asshole, you still looked up to him. So, you know what? Take your time to mourn it, because whether or not he deserved it, you looked up to him, and that's hard. So take the time you need to heal, because the wound is still the same. Just fucking sucks, dude. It does. It really does. It's don't really look hard at, having don't a, look at me. Having a hero. Stop talking. Stop. You're I'm sorry. bringing things I'm sorry. out of me. Stop! Yeah, it's uh. It's, okay, stop. It's pretty tough. 
Okay, okay. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bros. Bros! And then I heal myself. Listen. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna... I'm gonna take a cool ten. Reevaluate my brain stuff. And you guys... You do whatever here. And as thanks for saving me and... Also, you are the champions of the Gnala tournament. Fairs and squares. <laughs> so, you deserve a little financial compensation. 7k gold each. Whoa. Ka-chang. Ka-chang. <laughs> now, I'm gonna go. Right, so dogs. I'm gonna go. Slam. And Say like, it. freaking bro out. Right now, and I'll see you later. And he grabs the grabs oh, the magic carpet that you know has been carrying him and was underneath him the whole time. And he grabs it and he kind of drapes it over his head like you know a hoodie. And he kind of like ties it around his chin and he kind of like slithers over into a corner uh, of the make store. Make sure you bring make sure you bring that that back. Anyways, you guys have seven k to spend on top of whatever else you had. So, what would you like to buy? Okay, yeah, Connor, uh, uh, do you want to go first? So for listeners, uh, they had a heads up because obviously we ended in Valentine's shop, so I gave them access to the list beforehand uh, so we wouldn't be you know, spending so, so much time uh, discussing items and all these things. So uh, we're just going to go ahead. Uh, they've already seen them, but we're going to just kind of steamroll through what they have chosen to buy. Uh, but let's start with Connor. Okay, so... With Darian falling a little more into a frontline role than I think Rangers do normally, I, I got three items I'm purchasing because I actually had uh, like th- like three k gold saved from the last time we came. I never ended up spending it, um, so I picked up the Ganala Mail, uh, which is a set of armor. Uh, so it's a set of uh, mail armor uh, made from linked vines infused with the blessing of Ganala. Um, while uh, well attuned and wearing this armor, the player may uh, may take on the spirit of an animal in the heat of combat. Um, and I can take the spirit of uh, the fury of the lion, guile of the serpent, will of the turtle, and mind of the owl. Um, each has their own kind of like bonuses and perks to them, which uh, you know we can go into when uh, I actually get a chance to use those abilities. But just uh, yeah, really cool set of armor uh, for Darian. Gets a nice little upgrade there. Uh, I'm also picking up the Helm of Comprehending Languages. Uh, just a cool little armor piece there. And now I can understand my pet. Um, and then the last thing I picked up was the Stone of Good Luck, or a Luck Stone, as other people call it. Um, so while I have this polished agate on my person, I gain a plus one bonus to ability checks and saving throws. So that's just a flat plus one to everything. And I will gladly take As that. we go further <laughs> into the campaign, it gets ridiculous. Um... Awesome. Okay. Ne- I will also mention Seth gave me the stat blocks for that katana that was used. Um, so Darian um, now has uh, the spectral katana um, that comes along with its own perks and abilities uh, that we can kind of go into as well as it uh, as it comes up in the show. Awesome. So uh, that's Darian's. What about you, Normandy? Okay, I'm gonna get the ring of Grammarian of the Grammarian. I should mention before you describe it, yes, I did blatantly steal this from the Adventure Zone. So, go ahead. 
Credit to them. Thank you guys for a great idea. Ring of the Grammarian can change one letter in a spell's name to alter it in the spell's effects, as long as it, uh, according to the DM's discretion. Uh, I'm going to get the Cloak of Billowing, which is definitely the coolest thing in the whole <laughs> game, which is 200 gold. And let me just find the definition for it here. It basically is just a cloak that is perpetually billowing to make me look freaking awesome. Yeah, it does nothing uh, besides look cool and, like, fur- furl in the wind automatically. That's amazing. That's, I mean, Norman would get that. Mind Mugger Mitts gives advantage on sleight of hand checks when attuned. Can also do the move Memory Lapse. Bonus action when you touch a target, they must make... I'm, I'm assuming you can choose to do this. Mm-hmm. When you touch a target, they must make a wisdom save of 10 plus half of your level or else they forget everything from the last 30 seconds. We already did some memory stuff into cool, so that could come in handy. <laughs> Very nice. Um, is that everything? Oh, I'm going to get the Rod of Absorption. Um, while holding this rod, you can use a reaction to absorb a spell that is targeting only you. If, as long as it's not an area of effect spell, the absorb spell effect is canceled, and the spell's energy, not the spell itself, is stored in the rod. And there's more to it, but we can read that later. And then I'm going to do uh, DM the void chest twice when appropriate. Okay. Uh, we'll get to the void chest at the end. Uh, I, you know, I thought maybe this time nobody would do it, but yeah, you always got to get one. I have to. It saved my life once. You know what? I'll, I would like to do one pull. Okay. Well. All right. Uh, Zippy, what'd you get? It's already around my neck because cause uh, I got tangled in the little mess up above. And now I feel like I own this and I have to buy it. But the price tag is quite large. I'm interested in buying the Pro- Protector's Pocket Watch. This watch can freeze time, turning everything black and white. Every six seconds, the watch is active, it uses one charge. The watch has three charges. To recharge, you must bring it back to the Bramble Patch. No, I'm just kidding. That's not what To you're recharge, <laughs> you must bring it to the Grey Cherry in the Feywild uh, to recharge it. So, that eh, should be easy enough to get to, but we want to have a stop time. After last episode, I think it would be quite beneficial to uh, have a thing where we can all stop time for a bit there. It seems like the ultimate like pass without a trace too. You can just go hide under a box or something all of a sudden. This item scares me. I don't know why I put it in, but now I regret it. <laughs> and we're going to see how the guys break the game with it. It's going to be fun. It uh, it costs 10,000, but my friends um Connor and Adam are going to s- s- give me a couple change. Yeah, they they pooled their money. Um you bastards. Uh, okay, so next up, uh, you all head to the void chest. Zippy, you're not doing a poll, right? Uh, no, I sworn off to stuff. Okay. It's like crack. All right, you all walk up. Norman, you're first, and Valentine goes, Well, 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 yes, yes, yes. Here we are again at the, the old... Wishing well. <laughs> let's let's see what pennies you throw in and what you pull out. All right, reach in. And Norman, you reach in, and zoop, something latches onto your hand inside the void chest, and you pull it out of the void, and oh, it's kind of smooth. It's kind of silky. Oh, what is this? What a good find! 
That is an adorable shawl that tells you what food would improve the mood of the person you're looking at whenever you smile. <laughs> Perfect. A shawl. <laughs> what color is the shawl? Hmm. For you, pink. Hey, perfect. Nice color scheme. Ooh, I, I love it. A nice silky feel to it. All right. Reach in again. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what the... <laughs> what? Uh, what? <laughs> we finally get okay. a good broken item. This one's weird. All right. <laughs> now... What did you... What is that? Is that an animal? And you pull it out. And it's like a plush dog. And he's like, wow. <gasps> a, a little stuffy. Why, oh, that okay. is a cushion dashand that plays a song by the renowned Ironcore Bard Collective Miasma band whenever you feel bad about something. And it, what's... Wow. How thematic. Like the dog, like the dog barks it, or it, the dog pulls an instrument out of its butt and starts. Dog opens its, its mouth like... and starts, you know, singing the song. But it's like a little <laughs> stuffed animal dog from the renowned Ironcore Bard Collective Miasma band. <laughs> Sounds like Adam has a song he has to write now. Yeah. Uh, for the now, show. Now, Norman, I don't do this often, but I like that one. I will buy it off you if you so choose. Uh, for how much, Valentine? <laughs> I'm glad we're bartering. Fifteen gold for that there dashand. Uh, you know what? I'm going to have to think on it. Maybe next time I see you, I'll, I'll trade. Okay, twenty. Uh, I would have to have at least enough to go back into the void chest again. One fifty. No, so wait, wait, wait. So, it, so, it sounds to me like Seth's like disregarding a certain detail or something on this, and he's worried about us using it in the campaign. It sounds like he hasn't given us all the information on this thing. Three hundred. ZZ, do you hear him? Yeah. Okay, read the description again. Norman, look at me. <laughs> you don't want. He's this. leaving something out. You don't want this. It's a cushion dachshund that plays a song by the renowned Ironcore Bard Collective Miasma band whenever you feel bad about something. And you never when? feel bad about anything. I feel bad all the time internally. Five hundred. <laughs> what the heck what am i missing on this nothing you're not missing anything i it's I'm... probably something in the description where it's like don't tell the the players but this will like secretly kill no, you no no something. no it's 750 <laughs> you know what valentine <laughs> despite all of my think of all um, the void chest pulls you could get with better items with 750 do you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna keep it 1,000 final offer. 1,000 <laughs> gold. Hold on. Let me Hold on. Seth, can we do some kind of like history check no, or something no, on the can't. iron core? No. This is a DM yeah, what's, thing. What's with the iron core? I don't know. I wouldn't even have never heard of them. They're probably super lame. Probably washed <laughs> up. There's something up with that song, oh. guys. Yeah, insight. <laughs> can I? You know what? I'm going to keep it. I'm, I'm wait, sorry, wait, Valentine. Wait, wait, wait. But... Hold up. It came out of my chest 
Therefore, <laughs> I think it's Valentine, legally thank you for your business. Mostly thank mine. Business. I haven't I haven't even given you a receipt, so you haven't really paid. Valentine. Dormandy. Thank you for your business. <laughs> thank you for your, your business. Shoot. I'm gonna be keeping the dog. Fine. Now, what am I missing about this? That's a thousand gold I've just missed out on. What? All right, thank you. What? Prom- promise me this, Norman. Okay. If you die, you will give that dash unto me in your will. <laughs> uh, uh, I will think on it. Have you thought? I, I will think on it over the course of my next re- episode, because... My mind's all combined okay, right fine, now. Okay, fine, I see. I buttered it up too much. Damn it. Salesman 101. All right, Darian, come over. Um, I, I will just say, just before Darian does his thing, as soon as I hold on to it, um, it starts to hum. Like it's about to start playing, and I put it in my bag. <laughs> oh, you're a little sad? Uh, don't worry, it must be, uh, defective. Darian, you're up. We, you know, we could probably, uh, keep this going. Uh, sure. Yeah, let's, uh, let's give it one pull. I'm gonna whisper to Zippy. Wow, he didn't even, like, use a, a capitalize on that moment to kind of find out more about, like, what's really going on inside me, like, like you tried to. I appreciate that. I know, it's like he's just focused on pulling his pull. Do you, do you really <laughs> want to hash this out in front of Valentine? I mean, like, we can if you really want to. Uh, you know what, now you're eavesdropping. Thanks a lot, Darian. Go back yeah, to what you're doing. Yeah, you couldn't even heard that. <laughs> Why not? So there's lizard ears. I'm just kidding. Sorry. All right. Let's see what you pulled. Darian, you reach in. Oh, another silky number. Lots of silk today. But what is this? Hmm. After a close inspection with my eyes, I can see that this is, in fact, a sweet-ass flowy blouse of resisting discomfort. That inverts your digestive system, causing anything that is inedible to become <laughs> edible and vice versa whenever dragons are near. Wait. <laughs> yes, that's right. You can eat a rock <laughs> if you want, but only when you're near a dragon and wearing this sweet ass flowy blouse. It's also pink. <laughs> it's also big. Now, Darian, I'm gonna be honest. I don't want this one. <laughs> Are you sure? Positive. However, I will allow you to trade that with Norman, and then I will give you the thousand gold for his dash hunt. <laughs> that's uh, just business. I, that's that's his item. I can't uh, I can't speak for him on what he'd like Fine. to do. Um, so unfortunately, I guess I'll have to to pass on that deal. Okay. All right, everybody done shopping? <laughs> what? The? Wow, I've never seen you so quick to try and get rid of us. Yeah, well, if I was holding the dash, I'd be playing a sick tune right now with my sad emotions. So. <laughs> oh. I'm so sorry. You're so sad. Who? Who? Who am I? <laughs> there's gonna be. Anyways, there's gonna be like a feature. Nope. There's gonna be like a feature Definitely scene where. Definitely not. Stop talking. Okay. Are we all done shopping? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Apophis. Wait. Uh. Before you get that glum chum, I do have something I want to discuss with you all. 
something I've been doing since our last visit together. I've been doing research. You heard of it? It's when you investigate things. You don't seem impressed. Yeah, I just figured with your CEO position that you uh you you wouldn't actually do that. You'd get yes, your yes. Well, maybe that's why he has the assistant so that he can do this research. Oh, I admire your prospects and and your endeavors. Regardless, I have found some stuff out about your little leg there, Darian. I was so confused last time when you brought a curse into my store that I didn't know of. I mean, I know about curses. That's my name. That's my thing. So, would you like to hear what I found? I I mean, yes. If, if you have some... If you found some kind of method to get it off, then absolutely. Awesome. I prepared this for this very moment. I'm so excited. And he hits a button, and behind him comes a white screen. Ka-chunk! And a little stone descends from the ceiling, and you see it, like a light starts shining through it, and it's like a PowerPoint presentation. And he's like, all right, <laughs> blue flowers 101. All right, here, I also, you can uh, just sit on the floor. I don't have chairs. Uh, okay, so, blue flowers, what are they? Where do they come from? How are they even working? All that will be answered by the end of this presentation. Click. By Valentine. Click. Okay. <laughs> so, this is what's up. You done got pseudo-tethered. Kind of like a tether to a god, you know? That's kind of how these blue flowers work. They have magical properties that essentially work the same as how a god tethers to a human. Isn't that interesting? I, I mean, yes. Okay, click. Actually. Fine, we'll move on. Okay, next part. Little cooler. So that's how they work. With that, you can do a lot of cool things, mostly tethered stuff, like control and all this. And it's mostly one-sided, though, because if whoever has the flower gives it to another person, you know, it gets tethered, and, you know, like how gods can take over some people, essentially the same can happen. Real spooky. But why are there no blue flowers on regular tethers, huh? Okay, no questions. All right. All right, I, okay, I mean... click. Essentially, it's because it's not the same. What? That was probably pretty <laughs> obvious. However, it comes from a similar source. Now you see, our planes in this world work kind of differently. Here's a cool slide with an infographic that no one can see because it's a podcast. Click. Okay. So normally, planes in D&D worlds are spread out like a circle. You know? It's like you think that we're here, the prime plane, and the Feywild's just next to us, right? Horizontally. However... Everyone is... Everyone's wrong on that. It's kind of stupid. Who believes this? It's fake news. Now, this is how it works. Click. It's like a pancake stack. Yes, the planes are arranged in pancake formation. Now, you see here, prime plane in the middle. Above that, Feywild. And you get that, and it goes on and on and on until, like, the heaven realm. That's where the gods live. Right at the top. And down here at the bottom, uh, the deep. Yep. That makes a lot of sense, if you think about it. So, that's deep. Is that Shadowfell <laughs> just right below right below the Prime Flame? Hi! An astute student, I see. Yes, obviously. Okay, now, this is why I bring this up. This is where it gets cool. This is where the curse originates from. Where your blue flower comes from. It's from the gods dividing. You've heard of that. Gods divide. Yada yada yada, that's why we have so many mucking about. But how do they divide? 
They don't just split. It's not that easy. It's kind of like the gods are in the surface. They're on dry land, breathing regular air stuff. All the planes below it are kind of underwater. You know, shallow water down. And we're here kind of just at a regular level. And then the further you go, you know, the deep is actually pretty deep in the water. It's kind of like an ocean. So, unfortunately, they can't divide up there. It's kind of a wiggly-wobbly astroplaney. So they need... Almost like the air's too thin. Yes. So they need to somewhat hibernate and dive under the sea. Now, you normally never see a god in these planes for good reason. Because they can't survive in these planes. They can only survive in that top plane. That's something new. But they made these planes. The first two did, Domi and Nobis. And they made them. Probably scuba diving or something. Cool stuff, though. Anyways, regular gods can't breathe down here. At least they can't anymore because they've divided too goddamn much. The crazy bastards. So, <laughs> they go under the sea. They hold their breath. And they start cocooning into a little egg. And then in that egg, eventually crack like a baby bird, two gods or more split out from that division. Now that egg, that shell, is still floating around in space, or the plains, or under the sea, wherever it is, and on the surface. Moments after, for about mm, a week, I'd say, from my studies, there will be something that blooms. It's like the residual essence from the immense magical power from a division. And on the surface of that egg is where blue flowers grow. A plenty. It's like a beautiful field. Now, most of the time, those blue flowers just go and die and whittle. But you have somehow got one on your leg. Someone's harvested them. That makes sense. But still, they usually die rather quickly. But when you have a blue flower inside you, it's kind of like your a little greenhouse, a little incubator. It stays longer. It won't die anymore. And then can be spread like spores. That's how it spreads from person to person. They can't survive on their own. Now, here's a crazier thing. When you have these blue flowers growing on the growing on it, it's essentially the same as the heart energy from a god. That's why I said it's like a tether, because it basically is. Gods have, you could envision, giant blue flowers in their chest. Not actually, probably. Actually, maybe. But that's where the tether <laughs> juice comes from, and that's what's on the flowers, and that's what's on the surface of the egg. Following? I'm sorry, that was a really bulky slide with a lot of text I just read. Click. Okay. <laughs> Next. Hold on, I'm still making notes. Can you go back? No, you can re-listen to this later. Uh... Okay. <laughs> Now, how to remove it. You're probably wondering. You get how it's connected. You get where it comes from. You get why it exists. And it's harvested and spreading and yada yada. How do you get rid of it? No takers. Oh, you're actually posing the question. Uh, kill the gods that came from the division? No. I mean, maybe. But that's ridiculous. <laughs> no. Well, there seems to be some kind of way with that star metal that Darian has on his leg. Bingo, bingo. Yes, star metal. Where does that come from? Ooh. The divine realm. It falls through cracks in the sky. And those cracks in the star metal comes down. People have found it. It's pretty rare. That's why you're pretty cool for having one, Darian. On your leg and your finger. Star metal from the above planes, from the surface, so to speak, kills 
things down here. Wait a minute, it, it it's toxic to everyone? Then why is Darien still healthy? Because it's been refined. Normal, unrefined star metal. It's kind of dangerous, but he has like a low dosage. So am I like slowly being poisoned then? <laughs> Listen, mercury poisoning, that was a fad. <laughs> and, and people didn't <laughs> notice that for a while either. But you'll be okay. fine. Just don't expect to have at least the normal Aladrin lifespan. Okay. Even if you lose 20%, you still got like 600 years. That's not bad. Yeah, that, yeah that's pretty That's good. pretty good. <laughs> that's, pretty, that's pretty good, Darian. <laughs> yeah, if I survive that long. Now, here's my last, my last slide. Click. It's a, it's a picture of me. <laughs> and it says, thanks for listening. Um... Anyways, that's the bulk of my research. I hope you enjoyed it. Did you like that? Yes, but hold on. Sorry. The, so you can use star metal to destroy these flowers, but how is it? Not, how is the one on my leg still here? Like it, it looks like the ring on my leg just contained it. Yes, well, it is a low dosage, as I said. It, it can't kill it. It, 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 it. So we need unrefined star metal. Yes, unrefined star metal would, if you stabbed your leg on the flower with unrefined star metal, yes, that would remove it. And poison and potentially kill me by the sounds of it. Just don't be... Just... Listen. Everybody likes their legs. But you don't need to all the time. (laughs) Yeah, look at me, Darian. I'm gonna buy... Oh, pretty... All right with one hand. Actually, it is a bit of a drag. I can't lie to you on that one. Wait, so if... If Connor stabs a thing, the star metal poisons him? Likely. With, like, the traditional, like, D&D poison mechanic? A little more serious than that, but it's curable. As I said, it's not. It's not. You're, just don't, don't expect to have the normal Aladdin lifespan, but you'll be fine. So hold on. It, so it, it. What do you mean by it can be cured? Like, are you talking about like a greater restoration, a, a minor restoration? What are we looking at here? More like you know, vapor rub, uh, things to ease the <laughs> the decay of your body. Wait, 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 wait. So if I do stab my leg to stop this flower, I'm just going to slowly lose my leg. Well, your leg is it? Yes. You know, I, I would venture to say that we don't know enough about star metal to make these assumptions. Like, no, I there don't know enough. It, it would kill you. But slowly. But it would, it would be fine if you, say, stabbed it in and then chopped your leg off. Simple surgery. I'd be glad to do it. I'm offering for the small price of one dashund. I have seen people regrow limbs before in the Feywild with some of the more powerful casters. Is that what you're saying the solution is? I have, like, a mechanical arm in here and stuff. Like, yeah, there's ways. <laughs> a mechanical arm as a leg. Man, I need an arm. Dang it. Anyways, any <laughs> questions? Um, too many. Um, well, I-, I have two. And one... Um, we're dealing with someone who not only has found a way to uh, harvest these flowers and mass produce them, but he's also found a way to change their shape so that they're in a di- they're in a capsule, like a little pill that uh, it's, it's a bullet shaped thing that uh, goes up people's noses and then they adopt a flower. Are you talking um, about something like that back there? And you all turn, and Apophis is there holding the blue bullet pill that he's had before, and he looks like he's contemplating using it. Who? Oh. Uh, uh, Apophis? Apophis, Don't no! That. We Don't said we wouldn't do that. slowly going towards his nose. What are you going to do? Mage hand. I'm going to use mage hand. I I'm tackle gonna... him. <laughs> okay. 
And I use mage hand. Both roll just uh just both roll to like a strength for you, Zippy, and uh and just wisdom for you. Uh Norm. Okay. Thirteen minus one. Uh ten plus two uh twelve. Could I do something? Oh, both as well? twelve. And Darren, what do you want to do? I'm gonna pull out the wand of webs and uh cast the web spell on him. Okay. To try and like Stick them down like Spider-Man style. <laughs> you cast, I'll roll. Okay. So, Zippy, you go to tackle, but he's built like a brick house. He's a Apophis, and you don't budge him. You go to Mage Hand, and he kind of notices. He's like, what? And he pulls it away, and your Mage Hand uh, misses. And then the webs, and he gets webbed to the wall with his hands and chest, like, up at the side. And he's like, dude, oh, I, I, I'm not crying. I can't wipe it away. No, oh, these are sweat. So much sweat. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't doing anything. I'm gonna go up and take the pill from his hand. You take it out, Apophis. We said we wouldn't do that. <laughs> we wouldn't use it. <laughs> dire moments, man. And I'm gonna put it in my pocket. Wait, wait, wait. Norman, can I see that? Uh, I mean, I guess we don't have any use for it. But you're not going to eat it, right? You know how bad this is for you. No, no, I won't eat it. And he starts taking out of his uh, blue bathrobe. He starts putting on these white gloves. And he's like, all right, give it here. All right, I hand it over. Hmm. You take it. He looks with his eye and you can see his pupils kind of rotate. His eyes kind of rotate like the, the and dilate. It's kind of weird. He's like, hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm going to have to do with this, guys? More research? Yes! Say it with me! Research! Research! Yeah. Nice. Research. research, that's not... <laughs> it's, it's more exciting at the end with the PowerPoint. All right. Um, well, if you don't mind, I would like to take this and study it. And next time we meet, I'll probably have some info on it. You can take it if you drive us to where we need to go. Ooh, to Randy's place. That'd be so helpful. Do I look... Like a transportation service. Sometimes. You're right. All right, boys. Buckle <laughs> in. No, Darian's going to step over to Norman. Norman, you, uh, you kind of made some jokes earlier about it, but I just thought I would actually ask. You, your arm, I know it hasn't quite been 100% since your, your accident there, and I was wondering if you'd want a new one. Oh. Um, well, I, I'm, I'm gonna, you know, it's usually kept in a sling, but that sling has probably come undone in all the fighting and everything we've been doing. I'm gonna hold the weight of it and cradle it against my chest and look at it. Wow. And, uh, I'm gonna say, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't afraid of a life with only one hand. I mean, my whole life, it's my, it's my music that has given me an edge. But I... Of course. But I couldn't, um... But but I'll be fine with one. With one. Well, I... I know you'll be fine, but... We're a team, and I... I want to make sure that all of us are up to par here, and... I've noticed in... In Valentine's shop here that he has a spare arm, oddly enough, but it seems to have a couple perks along with it. You know, kind of seeing what happened with Apophis there, I think we could get the new one attached to you if that's what you want. It's, um, 
Seth, this arm, it's like, it's organic? It's, is, is it robotic? What is it's it? It's mechanical. It's similar to Mechano stuff, but more steampunky, less, you know, sleek. Um, but it, it is mechanical and alchemical. So it's like alchemy and mechanics kind of infused together. So not pure mechanics like a uh, Mechano's arm would be. It's called um, Alfonso's arm. It, uh, you know, it's not going to be quite the same as your original, but could be helpful. I mean, if you want, we can wait to, you know, see if there are other magical methods of, of restoring it. I just, I just wanted to know you, let you know you have options. I, um... Do you know what? Maybe it's about time I do something for me. I would love to have that on. The only thing is I'm kind of strapped, strapped for cash, Darian. No, that's... <laughs> that's quite alright. Um... Uh, Valentine. Yes? I, uh... I bought this stone from you for about 3,000 gold. I, uh... No, 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 Darian. I'm just gonna return it and, uh... Take that 500 back and, uh... Take this Alfonso's arm here. But Darian, doesn't that stone give you, like, immense luck in everything you do? Well, it definitely helps out with some, uh... With some abilities, but I would much rather have the whole team ready to go. And, you know, I've learned a lot that I think our real best method for survival and to make it through all this is for all of us to be working together and to be ready. And so I'd rather spend the money on you. I can't do it all myself. Man. Uh, DM can... Would you let me roll a dice for this? Roll, roll, roll! Okay. Darian Knight. It doesn't come easy to me being in someone's debt. But it's I... It's not a debt. It's a gift. Well, you, you say what you want, but I... I owe you. Thank you. And you get the arm. And I'm not going to put it on yet. You can tell in the corner, Apophis is a little jealous. Do If I notice Apophis doing that, I'm just going to very intentionally not look his way. Oh, well, you know, it's probably not super nice having another hand back. You know, it's probably, you know, it probably really shortchanges the development of my character and everything. I mean, ooh, it has all these cool features. I mean, but you know who really, uh, I'm being a shallow character, undeveloped, um, you know. Guys, I think we're almost at back at Randy's. You got that fire ready? <laughs> Did you look out the door? No peeking. And yes, you are pulling up back to Randy's cave. And that's where we're going to take a break. Welcome to the show, the mid-roll show with Jacob. That's going to be my new thing, I think. Uh, so long as Seth lets me keep doing the, these mid-rolls. Uh, thank you, Seth, uh, for the opportunities. I, I I won't let you down, or the team, or, 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 or anyone, I hope. Anyways, 
This is Jacob here, just to say, hey, how are you? What? How are all, how is everyone doing in 2021? I'm doing pretty swell myself, editing this episode, and just here to talk to you guys about, well, let's see what's on my list. Oh, uh, we're here to kind of shout out our communities here. Look, if you're listening to our episodes, we're so happy you're listening. But we also want to be able to talk to you guys in person, and it's very easy for us to do that with you. We have our Discord, which we've mentioned before, a $2 uh, option on our Patreon to get access to our Discord, where we all have tons of cheapskates in there right now. We're very active on that community, but you can also join us on our r slash cheaper by the dungeon Reddit uh, threads as well on our subreddits. Uh, We want to try to be more active on those uh, subreddits in the sense of promoting them. Uh, we have weekly uh, show discuss, or sorry, rather bi-weekly show discussions on there uh, where you guys can talk to us. The whole cast is often on there and you can ask us questions or even um, just uh, say how much you liked the episode or, or how much you didn't like the episode or, or you wish this character talked more or whatever you want. We're always open to uh, fan feedback as well. Now, you know our Twitter and our Instagram and Facebook as well. Those are where you can get our direct news and everything. But again, feel free to kind of reach out to us in either DMs on there or messages. We just want to make 2021 the year where we just interact with fans as much as we can. So, yeah, check us out on all those uh, those ways. If there's a way to contact us, I'm sure we would love to hear from you. Um, next on the mid-roll, we are here. To shout out another podcast, The Backwater Bastards, an amazing group of podcasters, uh, D&D podcasters as well. Well, they use like a, a modified D&D formula there, but uh, I have a little promo of theirs to show to you guys. So have a listen. Hey there, I'm Dungeon Master Dick, and I've got a group of players with me here traveling through space. Is Cleo DeCamp, and I'm here to blow it up, show it up, and then eat it up. Titans, <laughs> bam! There's pride in your work, and then there's Eric. The name is Herodotus, Arthurian Mindroth the Third. If you're dead. <laughs> Pardon her, she was raised in the wild. I may be a bear, but I weren't raised by one. But she's a damn crafty one with some explosives. You might say she's a TNT with the dynamite. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, you two are at it again. Well, if anyone needs anything cut up or any hearts or brains removed, remember, Dr. Z is my card. Yes, and you've already had yours removed, have you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got him in my bucket. <laughs> so if you want to listen to a motley crew, an ornery old military man, a floating jellyfish in a robotic suit and a tall explosive wielding bear then uh, come listen to us the backwater bastards anywhere where you find good podcasts and on spotify what's that And that was the Backwater Bastards. Amazing group, guys. Check them out. They're, we worked with them on a bowling uh, stream about a month and a bit ago for a, a charity stream as well. And uh, it was an epic battle between us and them and bowling. And uh, yeah, it, uh, we, we couldn't be bigger fans of them. They're just a great uh, bunch, of, bunch of people over there. 
Also want to shout out our top tier Patreon supporter, Randy. Thank you so much for supporting our show. Uh, through all this time, all these these episodes, it, it couldn't mean uh, any more to us because, uh, well, you already know. You already know. But uh, yeah, I think that's the end of the mid-roll for you guys. Uh, yeah, check us out on all the things I listed before. Check out Backwater Bastards and check out the next half of this Cheaper by the Dungeon episode. Thanks. And we're back. And yes, indeed, they have arrived back at the, the riverbed uh, right outside the cliff face that has the cave entrance in the side. And the door swings open. You all get off. Apophis is getting off as well with his arm underneath his regular arm. And he has webs on his chest. And he's like, I can't even like, get these off without two arms. I'm so- sorry. I'll help, I'll help you out with that. And I'll like start, like, I'll, or I'll dispel the spell. So it uh, so it all disappears. Disappears. He's like, oh, sick. <laughs> and um, Valentine just goes, all right, leave this bullet pill with me, and I'll I'll research it, and uh, I'll have maybe maybe I'll have fireworks for the next presentation. Something big, something bold. I love pyrotechnics. I'll get my assistant on it. Well, thanks right. for your help, and make sure you bring the assistant next time. I'll try. They're never showing up. They're always late. All right. Bye. Toodles. And the door closes and the, the, it, ra- it trails off. Um, and there you go. You're in front of Randy's cave. The Battle of the Bards resumes. Let's go in, guys. All right. Dudes, where even are we? We're a little bit outside of Takul. Um, if you go over there, you're going to see a bunch of, what are they called? Chumas? No, what are they What are they called? Um... Twingas? Yeah, those things nailed it perfectly. There's a whole bunch of them over there. Some people have a hard time, man. Be- people who have a hard time, and I met some, always like the worst. Yeah, I don't know who that would be. It's a very, very easy name to say, of course. Uh, Apophis, have you ever been out over this, uh, out this far from from uh, the main city to cool? I mean, normally I go kind of like. East from Takul, where the python tree is, where I kind of jam. My pad is. Maybe I should get back there. Yeah, I don't know what. Yeah, I, I haven't been this far. This way, at least. Oh, well, you haven't seen the world. Now's a good time. This is a good friend of ours. He is similar to a snake in the fact that he's a reptile, but he's actually a massive dragonborn trying to become a dragon. He's in a bit of a change. Um, and, and he's huge. You know, he's totally massive. Um, but. How big we talking? He's like. At least thirty feet tall. Yo, well, I gotta see this. Move aside, bros. I gotta see. Cool. Yeah, let's go. Um, who has a, the I flame? Need a, I need to pick that's me gonna up be after. Something we're gonna need to to bring. Oh, I, I got it right here in my hand. You make sure not to leave it in the cart, right? No. Oh, oh crap. <laughs> oh, Time no. to track him down. <laughs> I knew I forgot something. No, just kidding. I got it right here. Perfect. All right. I need this pick me up after, after my loss, you know. Yes. I need to see something freaking stupid big. Oh, you will. You know, I can sense it's over this way. And they point and they slither and slither. And yes, indeed, 
you all enter into Randy's cave, and you can see a giant green-scaled dragonborn just packing things into his backpack. And you can see he's actually wearing, like, he, he, before he was wearing basically just an apron and naked. Uh, but now he's wearing, uh, like, this full armor, these big bolstering, like, shoulder plates, uh, these, like, actual trousers, this this red, puffy kind of tunic uh, shirt, and it has domino, like, faces on it, like a two, a five, you know, like, regular dominoes, and it's all over the front. And he turns around, he's like, Oh, thank goodness you came back! Whoa! <laughs> you were gone for... Actually, you were pretty quick. I still get worried, though. How'd he go? Show him, Norman. Okay, first off, I'm going to get the bad news out of the way. The boat you gave us, non-existent anymore. We totally forgot <laughs> it up there. Oh. But, ka And I'm going to hold, open my hand as I point it, and I'm going to shoot the flame. Not, like, to attack him, but, like, to light up his face. It illuminates the cave, fire exploding from your hand. And you just see his eyes go wide. And his jaw drops. He's like, You did it. My fire. You did it. I knew I could count on you. And he reaches down and scoops all of you up. And Apophis is like, Yo, I don't know you. <laughs> and he scoops you all up. And he's like, Oh, yeah. And he's like swinging around. And the fire's still billowing into the ceiling from your hand, Norman. And he just has you in his hand. He's just like, yeah, yeah, you did it. Oh, I can be a dragon again. Oh, I can feel my fire. Oh, thank you, boys. We told you we were good, didn't we? No more shame. No more nothing. We are so good, Zippy. We are better than good. We are are dragons. And he puts you down on the table. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. And you close your fist, Norman, to contain it. Uh, and you see Randy just turns around and is like, I don't like showing people this, but... And you see he puts his fingers into his mouth, and you hear a click. He pulls out this white tooth, and he is putting it down on the table. And he just says, Now, this tooth is what will contain this fire. It's made of white steel from the Tatara Forge, but it's made by a descendant of Svend himself. It is A-grade. It's how I keep my flame. I'll just need you flip open that little latch, shove it in, and then leave it be. Okay, yeah. Uh, I I give one last look at Darian and Zippy, just to kind of make sure, like, hey, we're, we're doing this. Uh, I mean, we've come this far. Darian gives a... An affirming nod. Yeah, I'll chill with it. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, so I, I'm going to go up to the the tooth, and with my one hand, because I haven't put on the Alfonso's arm yet, I'm going to try to like pry it open with my finger while still holding onto the stone. But every time I lift a finger, like some flame shoots out. Oh, crap! Uh, I eventually get it open. Upon closer inspection, you can see it's kind of a large latch that opens on the front face of the tooth, and there's little gears that kind of lock it in place nicely. You swing it open, and it just seems empty and hollow, filled with white steel. And you toss the flame in, and it's like it's like starting to billow. Like once you let go, it's gonna like you know billow with flames. And you close it shut, 
Randy picks it up. He's like, Honor. Here we go. Mmm. Toasty in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. Look at Wait, wait. We gotta test it out. Wait, look, look, look. Don't shoot it this way. Look at Look at this. Oof, and oof, you see Breeze fire out of the tooth. And, oof, and it looks like he's a real dragon breathing fire. And it goes into the ceiling. He's like, oh, yeah. Oh, this is better than I imagined. Oh, this warmth. I've been waiting so long. I've been in here for like 50 years waiting for someone to help me. No more embarrassment. It's time for Randy Domino to make a comeback. With the Randy Domino squad, which you all are a part of. And you, I guess, I don't know who you are. But anyways, (laughs) this is amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, boys. We kind of already have some some branding existing. We kind of go by this whole, like, teammate thing. So, like, if we're going to change that now, well, because we're going to travel the world like a band, we're going to sing songs, we're going to feel the fire now. Now, sing it with me. And you hear instruments come out from his, like, shirt. He starts pulling out his pockets. He has little instruments and, like, cymbals and guitar. And he tosses one, like, just little instruments that are your size. Uh, and he tosses them on the table. He's like, pick them up. Pick them up. We are now a band. Oh, we are a team. Let's sing. If you told me yesterday a dragon's flame in a box, I'd say there's no way. But if you said a dragonborn could take us to the moon, I'd say, Hell yeah, okay, you're perfect for a crew. In a city called the Cool, it's wrecking Bill was such a fool. He had my fire locked away, but you got it back today. We pushed so far inside the ring, went toe to toe against the king. Found the power, fought the flower, then we, we gotta, gotta sing. This time everyone will be looking my way. My day in the sun will never end. I've just begun making my name. A name that's known by everyone Whoa. I've got the fire, let's go I've got the fire, oh no I've got the pride of a lion and the fire to show I've got the fire, let's go I've got the fire, oh no I've got the pride of a lion and the fire to show So, who'd have thought that baby beef was really a chimera With an extra golden dragon head You don't want that thing near had to save a friend from death We almost died ourselves We caught the flame deep, yeah we did So let's go to the moon This time everyone will be looking my way My day in the sun will never end I've just begun making my name A name that's known by everyone Whoa. I've got the fire, let's go I've got the fire, oh no I've got the pride of a lion and the Let's go, I've got the fire, oh no, I've got the pride of a lion and the fire to show. 
fire be burning within the flame that I lost Kept in a box, now we got that flame Everyone said that it couldn't be done They thought we lose, but we should have been won It wasn't easy, gotta believe me Now we got that flame It's time to make everyone look my way My day in the sun is here again Now everyone will remember my name Randy Domino the Dragon I've got the fire, let's go I've got the fire, oh no I've got the heart of a dragon And the fire to show I've got the fire, let's go I've got the fire, oh no I've got the heart of a dragon And the fire to show I've got the fire, let's go I've got the fire, oh no I've got the heart of a dragon And the fire to show I've got the fire, let's go This is why you are on Team Randy. Ooh, you know, I really am not feeling good about that. It, it's really going to be Team 8, Randy. I mean, I, I mean... What the... What the heck was that? Why didn't I get any lines? I can sing. <laughs> well, you, you threw in a couple of kachows. I didn't even do one. Oh, you will. Oh, here, drop... What's the percussion that was just going like... <laughs> drop, drop, some, uh, drop some bars for us. Let's, uh, let's hear some. All right. Yo, 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 wait. That's Patreon exclusive. <laughs> All right, so. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Let's, uh, <laughs> I couldn't help. Hey, now, boys, now that you got my fire back, I am ready to help. Let's go get some grand treasures right now. But there's a problem. What's the problem? We gotta go. We gotta go to the moon, right? Yes. Yeah, you made it, you made it seem like that was easy. Mm-hmm, it is. Normally it is. Uh, but, as with everything, you need something to get somewhere to get something done. So, basically, if you don't mind, we're gonna have to go on a little side quest. Who knows how many episodes that'll take. Yeah, we'll get, you know, the glass. Because basically... How you get to the moon is you go to the moon island, specifically that's the best place for it right now. You stand on, you got, you ever heard of gazers? Like people with these uh, cloths over their eyes? Yes. They're pretty common in the Feywild. Oh, yes. yes, unfortunately. The red bandit. So. Love that guy. You stand on one of these sigils, a gazer's sigil. And when you stand on one, if you look through a telescope, with the gazer's glass on the end, and you point it at another sigil, shoop, you'll teleport no matter the distance. Ooh, okay. Where are we supposed to get a gazer's glass, though? Exactly. It's gonna be tough. Usually back back in the day when uh, I was running around Wesnia, you know, hold it, on. it was all good because- Hold on. I? Hold on. Uh, Darian, 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 hold on. I think I have one. Don't we? Don't we? Is DM? Did I not get a telescope lens in the 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 chasms, the breathing? No, not the breathing chasms, but the place where the air elementals got lost and 
all the water geysers were shooting, and then we went to that place, and it was like an ancient where observatory. Where we found Draken. Yeah. Yeah. I'd now Norman. <gasps> what a good little memory you have. <laughs> yes, indeed. Whoever, whoever doesn't remember, basically in season two, episode three, I believe, when they were getting their air elementals for their airship, after crashing into this geyser land, they went through some magic water uh, caves. What a mess that was. At the end... That's where they picked up Draken. They learned it was kind of Wesnia ruin. So sick. This old civilization. And they did find in a tower a little box after a perception check with a rusted lens with a broken glass in it. And you kept the box this whole time. I did. This, I, I pull it out. Guys, th- this is Wesnian. Do you remember, Darian, when, when you said that you saw... Westnia in the past, and you saw a telescope, and then we we found this box when we were hunting down those air elementals, and it, it's it's broken, but maybe we can fix it somehow. Look, this is this this might be what they're talking about a uh, uh, an old uh, telescope lens that I mean it might be a Gaze's lens. I, I don't know. I I think it might be onto something. If if I if my memory serves, it was it was an observatory of some kind. If I remember the flashbacks, actually, wait a minute, Draken, get up here. Mm, no. Oh, no, no, no. Kid. If this guy's from Wesnia times, or at least if he was even around when Wesnia was around, don't say my name. <clears throat> my name's Darren now. Uh, Darren. Um. What? Who are you talking to? So we have don't a... Don't you know Darren? A, a friend of ours is, a. Uh, he... We met along on our journeys. He's been cursed to be stuck in the form of a fish. It's kind of been put on the back burner. We'll we'll figure Wait. it out at some point. But he's let me see. I want to see. I want to see a talking fish. He's a bit of a historian. No, no, no. Hey, oh, there he is. Hey, little guy. <laughs> Hello, my name's Darren. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm a talking fish. Kind of crazy. <laughs> crazy, crazy. Hey, that's, that's not how he normally talks. Darian, oh, what did you feed him? Yeah, yes, he's always... Zippy, he's always talked like this. It's just fine. Oh, he's always sounded like he's Zippy, part villain or something. he's always talked like this. I have had a bit of a cough for the first... Uh, how long have we been together? I've had a cough that whole time. I just cleared up right now. Also, wasn't his name Drac no, something? No, not... Not that. Definitely not My that. My name is Darren. That doesn't sound very... And I'm here to... <laughs> that doesn't sound very original, because his name's Darian. Yeah, he's uh, he was a good friend of mine, uh, but it's been cursed. He's a historian, knows a lot, but... Um... Norm- Normandy, am I going crazy? Normandy, what's going on? Darian looks Zippy dead in the eyes. Like, fully, like... Dude, de- good luck. No, gives good him a luck, full... Connor. He's never gonna go for it. Gives him a full death glare. <laughs> I smile and wave back at him. That's how he normally looks at me. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably true. And just looks at him and goes, Zippy, his name is Darren. We've been a little mixed up over the past little while. Okay. Okay, I mean... As long as it's different from the other guy. He was way meaner. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. 100%. And he smelled. 
He smelled so bad. It's like, he, who cleaned his bowl anyways, or bag, or whatever it was? Look, it was me. I'm not very good at it. I'm still learning. I'm very sorry about that, Darren. Look, could you just lend us a little bit of uh, your history knowledge of, of Wesnia from your, you know, your times in the in the libraries and in your study? Oh, you know about Wesnia, little fish? That's impressive, because nobody knows about it. I mean, I was around during those times, but... By the time I went in the... We found the first grand treasure. We were in that box for so long that when we came out, Wesnia was not even on the map. It's crazy. <laughs> well, yeah, I did a little bit, I guess. I don't want to brag, but... Uh, yes, that box does seem to be Wesnian, but I don't know too much about Gazer's Glass or whatever the hell you're talking about. Uh, Wesnia was... Uh, a place... And uh, I'm sure for some unforeseen reasons, it's not one anymore. Who knows why? <laughs> not, not a barren thing. Okay, um, well, in your studies, you wouldn't happen to know a method of potentially fixing this glass, would you? Like, we could, could we just use a simple mending cantrip on it? Let's see how busted it is. You open it up, and it seems like it's just cracked. It's not, like, completely shattered and everything. And uh, Darren Draken goes and says, Well, I, I, I think, you know, mending could do something, but uh, usually when you're working with magical properties, if you want to keep it pure, if you want to keep it solid, you know, you just do good old-fashioned, like, heat and uh, uh, glass blowing. Ooh, well, I mean... These guys still do that? We can produce fire. I mean, we got a dragon right here who... I mean, I mean, can you control it? Just, just temper it enough, a small stream of heat, just to remelt the glass with itself? Kind of like a butane torch. No one knows what that you is. Think I, <laughs> you don't think I, a dragon, can control my fire? Well, check this out. And he's like, it's like a little Zippo lighter out of his lips, like, like the tiniest Now that's flame. control. Wow, I gotta say. Well done, Randy. Very nice. <laughs> I'm gonna put my hand over it. Like as he laughs. Like, Ooh, look, if, if you put your hand really fast through it, it doesn't even hurt. That might just be me, though. Anyways, <laughs> I'm sure it'll. I'm sure it'll fix if uh, if you do that. Anyways, I'm getting so tired. I can't talk another moment. So, uh, anyways, uh, good night. Oh, uh, yep. Thanks, Darren. They Bye. Pre- they like float. They float belly up like they're pretending to be. Dead. And uh, I, uh, I quickly put his jar bowl away. What the hell was that, Darren? <laughs> Uh, it's not, we can talk about it later, it's fine. Uh, well, why don't we get to, uh, fixing this glass, right? That's, uh, that's next steps, next steps, right? The fl- the flame doesn't really seem to bother me too much. I'll, I'll hold it over. Some spit shine should be fine. Yeah, I hold it over the flame, try to melt the glass, I guess, to, to kind of reconnect the cracks. Okay, you're holding it there, it's kind of melting together. Uh, Zippy, how are you gonna help? I said I, I was gonna spit on it. Okay. You're rubbing, you're cleaning the top. Apophis slides over to you, Darren, is like ha, guess that makes us the cheerleaders. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Sometimes it's nice to be the cheerleader for a little bit. I've had quite a day. Yeah. Let's I don't know what the chance should be. I mean they're blowing fire. They're getting the job done. Do you think maybe... Like that they're doing a very good blowjob? So, let's go, dude. Ready? 
three, two, one. Blow jump. Blow jump. Blow jump. Blow jump. Blow jump. Yes. Spit on it. Blow jump. And you got to rub it too. You got to rub it at the same time. Polish it. Polish it good. Aren't you and I rubbing it, uh, Adam? Well, I'm just mostly holding it, keeping it in one place, because otherwise it would just go all over the place. But we're treating it this rough. They're heating the bottom with the Zippo lighter lips. You're rubbing the top. Uh, you're keeping it steady with your demon hands, so you're not getting burnt, uh, Adam. You're all doing, and and I want you all to roll a sleight of hand because it's very slighty, and you're using your hands. That's the only way to get this blowjob done. I have advantage on sleight of hands now because of the mugs mitts. Sick. Shouldn't, yeah, there you go. Shouldn't I be able to uh, to make like a charisma check to try and encourage him? Why aren't you doing the motion with Apophis with your hands to like get it done? <laughs> I mean, I, I guess we're just cheering him on. <laughs> I want that on a t-shirt. Actually, I changed my mind. Um, <laughs> yeah. All our merch just says. Blowjob. Good job. Um, you get yeah. You you can do uh, like performance or persuasion, but give me the total of all your rolls. Sixteen plus four. Um, nice. With advantage, fourteen plus seven, twenty-one for sleight of hand. Eighteen plus one performance for a nineteen total. <laughs> Apparently, my my blowjob cheer is very encouraging. The teamwork between the fi- between the five of you. It's insane. You fix this up pretty much brand new. The glass is okay. The, the, the lens rim is still, like, rusty, but the glass is, you know, repaired. Uh, we'll, we'll, need, we'll need to give it a rim job next. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> That's fair. I'm down. Who else? Who else? <laughs> Maybe next time. All right. <laughs> no no takers. All for me. <laughs> all right. Just snakes um, and have buttholes. I don't want to go there. <laughs> you, you see... You see uh, Randy backs up, and he's just like, whew, too much control, whew. But damn, thank goodness you had that. You know how hard it would be to find one of those? They're in, like, the most random places. Yeah, I mean, it's really, really something else that we have this. Well, I guess we're all ready to go to the moon, but you all look pretty beat up, and it is, you know getting late so uh how about we all take this night just rest and then right in the morning we head out sound good i have the perfect idea oh you know we all need some camaraderie together um i have this new thing i've been working on um (laughs) it's called uh the hero's feast basically what I can do is I can bring forth uh, a great feast, including magnificent food and drink. The feast takes one hour to consume and disappears at the end of the time. And the beneficial effects don't set in until the hour is over. Um, up to 12 creatures can partake. Uh, basically what it does is it uh, cures everyone of all diseases and poisons. Um, and then they become immune to poison and being frightened. And everyone gets wisdom advantage on all wisdom saving throws. And uh, everyone's hit points increase by 2d10. Cool. That's not permanent, right? Uh, this all lasts uh, for 24 hours. So, I, 
Um, it's a feast for everyone. Every uh, I can magically create food. I think I, I don't know. I've been I've been talking to Norman a bit about the best things to put on a feast and stuff, and he came up with some good ideas. That's why you were asking me. Oh, what a koi! You, you really surprised me. Look look at this spread. You got some tomato soup there. You got uh, a bowl of just like boiled tomatoes over there for some reason. Uh, but man, you really you got some bugbear over there for Darian, uh, a little bit raw. Man, you got this is amazing. Yeah, well, I mean, we've all known each other for a bit, except you guys over there. <laughs> well, what, me? <laughs> me? But, I mean, I think I know what snake people like, and Randy, that there's a giant giant uh, apple over there. <laughs> Not my first choice, but I'll take it. <laughs> I mean, how often do you get giant food, Randy? Let's be real. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> you can hear it in Jake's voice. An apple? <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, I, 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 all my um, improv goes alphabetically, so the first thing I could think of was apple. <laughs> <laughs> um, enjoy, everyone. This this is on me, because this is, a, this is a level six spell. Whoa. And a great feast begins. You're all eating and slamming, slamming down stuff. You see there's like some walnuts on the table and Apophis is just putting them in like the nook of his elbow and just cracking them. Um, <laughs> oh, God. And, and, and he, unfortunately, he can't do that with both arms at the same time, which is still sad because he only has one arm. Um, but you're all enjoying each other's company, eating and rejuvenating and healing up. Um... And, and everything's working well. And you all start feeling sleepy, and you're all like, all right, time to call it a day. Can I uh, talk to Apophis quick? And before you go to sleep, you go you go over to Apophis, who's just like lying on the table, and you can see he has like a little bit of a belly, and he's like, I'm going to have to do so many reps to work this off. <laughs> But it's so worth it. <laughs> it definitely was. I'm feeling quite stuffed myself. Uh, Poffus, um, I just wanted to, to speak to you privately for a moment. He turns over like you're standing up, I imagine. Yeah. And he just turns over and he puts like his arm like balancing his head and he's like lying sideways. He's like, yo, what's up? <laughs> so, uh, look, we we saw your your abilities back in the Coliseum. And I know uh, Norman's already extended a bit of a hand, but I'm, I think we can find a way to, you know, help get that arm fixed. I know Zippy's pretty powerful and, you know, he might not be able to right now, but I'm, I'm sure he could, you know, sometime find a way to help get that arm fixed for you. And, but I mean, look, I think we would really benefit having you come with us you know to I'm gonna say this to the moon and uh coming along with us on this uh on this journey and I I just wanted to see if you uh wanted to tag along at least for a little while listen soups appreciate being recognized feels good to be seen especially for stuff that I like to be seen for my killer moves. But what you're asking is, I don't know, kind of big. My, my world is 
like flipped around, turned around, upside down. It's a little taste of my freestyle. <laughs> but also, I don't know, man. Look, I... I don't know if the moon's for me. Well, you'll never know unless you grow. Look, I've been in some pretty dark places myself, and in all honesty, not even that long ago. But the one thing that helped me get through all of that was this team. It was having these friends, somebody to come alongside you to, to pick you up, to help you to keep moving forward. You can't sit and wallow in your darkness. You need to break out of it. You know, I heard a, qu- a quote once. You need to kick at the darkness until it bleeds light. So I just want to offer that hand to to bring you along with us, because I know we would love if you did. Paphis sits up. He's like, I thought I could, thought I could participate in another Ganala tournament with my current situation. I don't really have too many bros at the python tree. Well, I can tell you that you've got at least three bros here. I know we've only known you for a short time, but we can tell you're a pretty solid Yuan-Ti. And we, uh... But we've got a pretty good read on people. And we know that you're pretty solid and would love for you to come along. I... We can... Again, I can't fix your wounds for you, but I can try and help keep moving you forward. And I just want to, you know, be able to repay others like how my friends have helped me. Roll a persuasion check. And yes, this will determine whether you successfully get Apophis to join the party or or you don't. Okay. So why am I not doing this? That's crazy. Well, I didn't know if it was going to result in this right now. Yeah. Um, okay, setting the stage here. Hopefully this pays off. I'm using the my very first purchase dice set ever. Like when I first started playing D&D. It was a, it was a gift from a, like a dorm advisor from back in college. It's the very first set I ever had. We're going to see if it's, uh, if it's lucky enough. So here we go. It's uh, I do not have a great persuasion, but it was a it was a decent roll. It's a uh, it was a sixteen plus one for a seventeen. That's right on the cusp. I know it's scary. <laughs> I was really hoping it'd be like natural twenty, but uh... they put their one arm on your shoulder. Oh, Seth, you're killing me! No, don't do this. Hold on. Before you give your answer, why don't we talk to Zippy and Norman about it? I know they've got some <laughs> great insights in this. <laughs> no, that's I, I, Zippy. Zippy, come here for a sec. <laughs> they look at you. And they're like, pretty sleepy. <laughs> if you knew me a little better, like little bro does, you know that I never decide stuff right in the moment. It's true. <laughs> I always let it uh, circumbobulate in my brain stuff. <laughs> so I'm asleep. 
I'm asleep on it. And when I wake, you best believe I got an answer for you. Okay, I have one last request, though. Light on me. Just make sure you're here to see us in the morning. Can you promise me that? Dude, I sleep till noon. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Good. Well. And they lie back down. <laughs> on the table? <laughs> yeah, you're all kind of just lying on the table with your full bellies. Alright. Well, good night, Apophis. Night, bro. And you go and sit down where you're going to sleep. You make a little, you know, little bundle for a pillow with your I make a nest out of the leftover bread rolls on the table and curl up like a puppy. (laughs) There's some big ones that are like, you know, for for Randy. So those work. And uh, just as you're about to go to sleep, you hear a voice at your hip. Hey, kid, it's Draken, not Darren. (laughs) That was, I'm not going to lie, that was pretty weird. Is that... Was that just like a character? Is that like a real thing that that you deal with? It's one of my many, many supreme sorcerer abilities. Maybe one day you'll learn it. Aren't you a fish? I, you, we already know, you know I used to be. Oh, okay. Listen, this is serious. You had a little moment of self-awareness where you noticed you hadn't cleaned my bowl in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm very negligent with that. And I have to believe my training is paying off in spades now. Because I, I, you know, you need to clean it more. I can't do it. Are you asking me to clean it right now? Not right now, but when you have time. Okay, like, make make it a regular routine. All right, I'll give it a quick scrub in the morning. I mean... You did offer right now, so, so. <laughs> Okay, okay. Is there something else you wanted to say? Hey, no, 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 I'm not pressing you. Remember, you have to you have to choose to do things as part of your training. I open the top and start cleaning his, his bowl. <laughs> and they seem to be swimming around, like, happily, and they're like, Yeah, scrub, more power, more power in the scrub. Okay, is, there so, is there something else you wanted to tell me? Wax on, wax off. No, no, that's it. Just keep waxing. That was it. Yeah. Okay. I uh, finish cleaning his bowl and then go back to bed. <laughs> and you all dream. And Darian, Norman, and Zippy, of course, as always, you're dreaming. Whenever you dream, you end up in that black ocean area. But usually nothing eventful happens, and nothing does happen this night either. Um. Does Does everyone want to roll their Heroes Feast uh, hit point maximums? I think you roll and we just get it. Yep, just roll Zippy. Okay, the first one's a seven. And the second one is a five. So we just get plus uh, plus twelve for our maximum hit points for tw- twelve hours or twenty-four hours. But Seth has to let us know how long we slept for. You all awake, and you actually awake to the noise of like pans and things clanging. As you can see, Randy is furiously just like packing his backpack that when he opens it up it just goes back 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 <laughs> and he starts shoving stuff in he's like oh rise and shine everybody are we ready for an adventure uh, absolutely Randy Ugh. how are we gonna even breathe up there you never you, you've left out so many details <laughs> oh right um damn 
But wait, is there like air up there? I don't know anything about space now that I think of it. I'm just a simple <laughs> farmer. In some places there are. Where you're gonna go to is basically a, a little city. You'll probably recognize it, Darian. It's kind of all Feywildy. Oh. Um, but in that, there's kind of a bubble there, but you're gonna have to be going outside that. But they should have some bubble bugs up there. Bubble bugs? Um, but before we, before, before we go, I just want to run outside, and I want to grab a flower and some dirt and put it in my backpack. <laughs> okay. You run outside and do that. Um, anybody else want to do some last-minute preparations? I just wanted to make sure Apophis is still around. They're still sleeping. It's not noon yet. Okay, I'm going to just quickly pull Zippy aside um, and say, like, Hey, hey, I... hey, you want, another, you want a flower, too? Uh, sure. Okay, there's tons out here. Okay, um, look, I, uh, I tried to put in a good word with Apophis last night about trying to get him to tag along. I figured you, you might like that, and, uh, He's still sleeping, so we might be able to uh, talk to him a little bit this morning before we go. He he seemed a little unconvinced, so I'm hoping you can kind of, you know, tip tip the scales a little bit. You know, put on your put on your charm. I put my hand on Connor's uh, on Darian's <laughs> shoulder. I'm there. <laughs> and I say, hey, you tried, and then I keep getting more flowers. Wait, so like our. So are you gonna talk to him, or is that are we just are we just gonna let it happen? Or hey, man, it's his decision. Going to the moon isn't something I want to do, but uh, hey, I've signed up for this. Uh, yeah, I, I guess you're right. That's a good. Well, point. Wh- why do you want him to come? Is this is there something that's we're missing in this party? Doesn't doesn't James kind of fill his role? Well, in all honesty, he in some weird ways now he kind of reminds me of myself as somebody who you know kind of lost you know everything they knew lost their their hero in a sense and they feel really lost and I just know you guys were there for me and I kind of wanted us to be there for him in a way and and he's clearly very skilled in combat I've we I mean we've all seen that and I think you had mentioned some time ago that you you might be able to grow limbs back or something and I I don't know I thought maybe that would be a good bargaining chip to, to offer him or something? Well, this garden know. snake that was gotten my, in my uh, pasture back in the rail patch, he was a slippery one. I once cut off his tail because he was he or it or she, or it was a snake, I don't even know, um, was trying to was trying to eat one of my good carrots that we had. That season was really good because the carrot plot beside me was also doing quite well. Anyways, I, I cut off the tail, and wouldn't you know, five days later, it comes back, and it's still not grown back. And I'm like, oh, I thought they did that. And then, wouldn't you know, a month later, well, they didn't grow back either. And I was like, wow, I really thought snakes did that. And so, after the carrot season ended, and the plot was all done, I thought, oh, you know what? They, you can stay. And, wouldn't you know... It looked like it may have grown back. It was either taller or it grew back. Still a nub, though. Anyways, um, what were you saying? Look, I'm not an expert in horticulture or zoology, but I I really don't think garter snakes eat carrots, so I'm a little confused by the story. Well, this is a garden snake. Uh, okay. You're uh, saying garter snake. It's the same. It's the same snake. But that's okay. 
Um. Okay, just talk to him when you get a chance. Alright, I'll, uh, I'm gonna go make sure I've got all my things. Make sure everything else is, uh, kosher. To see if Norman wants to put the arm on. Okay, see you later. Bye-bye! Norman, what are you doing? How big is this cave? Like, is there room to be by yourself in this place? Yeah, it's pretty big. Okay. Uh, next question. There's two things, but I'm just going to do one, but it all depends. When Darian ran outside, is there any chance he left Draken behind? Uh, probably not. Um, just because knowing that there's a chance that he could be made by Randy... Uh, and his history and stuff, I I definitely would have, after waking up in the morning, like, kind of grabbed him and, and kind of, like, my things already and, and headed out to talk to Zippy. Okay. Um, well, then, if Zippy... Apophis is doing his own thing. Randy's doing his own thing. Zippy and Dan are outside. I'm going to start just absentmindedly kind of cleaning up the table from the last night's f- festivities. And just with one hand, trying to stack them. Because I haven't put on this hand yet. And I'm going to... Pick okay. up a, um, like a silver platter that's rough, mostly clean. I'm going to start shaking off the crumbs, and I'm going to look at my face. You can see your face. And I look at Randy. He's looking away. I make sure I'm alone. And I cast disguised self on my face to look like Royce for a moment. You see the black skin with the lava cracks flowing through those just piercing red black eyes with the large tiefling horns like your own but bigger and you can see it looks like Royce and I tilt like the platter down a little bit so I can see my hand in my sling but in the disguise self, like the the hand is fully functional. It's not real, but it's the same black. And I just stare up in my own eyes for a moment. I'm just gonna murmur to myself, "I see you." And I'm gonna drop disguise self. I'm gonna put the platter down. Pick up Alfonso's arm. And after a moment, I'm going to put it in the bottom of my bag and pack up everything. Okay. Everyone packs up. And all of a sudden, you get a ring, Zippy, on your Rocky Talkie. And you just hear, Hey, um... I didn't want to call, but it's been a while. Are you still alive? Um. <laughs> because if he makes the noise. Uh, I scan around, looking to see if <laughs> anyone else lost. It seems like I, I, I lose track of who's lost limbs at this point. Um, yeah, the core group's okay. Um... Collateral damage may have happened. How are you? (laughs) I mean, I don't know how. 
this hog fox is so bad at games. I am desperately missing yogurt. <laughs> yeah, well, we can get you a friend or something. Uh, and literally anyone that? with like minimum one hand and half a brain to at least play like cards when you guys are gone. Yeah, we're working on that. It maybe came down to a roll. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, when when are you guys coming back? When can I start this thing again? I put the Rocky Rocky to my chest. How long do we think this is gonna take? This whole moon thing. Oh, well, we gotta go over there. It'll probably take a while to get over there if we're walking. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. Not too, too long. Hey, Zippy, why don't you call James to come pick us up? Why can't he just fly us to the island? Ooh, that's a good idea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> we. Uh, can you come pick us up, actually? We, we, we kind of need the transport. And your great butler skills. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> um, where, where, are you, where are you at? Um, we're like, like, uh, five miles south of there. We walked a little bit from the ship and we're in this, like, cave. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll send a signal or something. You're talking about the cave near the river? Oh, yeah. I've been doing one. some joy flying while we wait. <laughs> Seeing the sights. <laughs> Jeez. Did you see... Cool. That was crazy. Yeah, I stayed away from there once I saw the big black swarm of bugs. I didn't want that on the ship. I didn't. I didn't want to clean the windows. You didn't think to come, maybe think save us or assume we were there. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just. Anyways, I'll be out. there in ten. I'm already flying. All right. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> just role playing cell phone conversations. You all are packed up, and you're ready to leave. And you see Apophis is still sleeping on the, the table. Uh, fellas. Now, I know about dead weight, <laughs> especially in groups. I have had uh, to deal with a few of those. Uh, is he dead, or should I pick him up, or what are we doing? That's up to him to decide. He uh, told me he sleeps till noon. So, um, if we leave him, he'll probably sleep till noon. Do we, uh, want to wake him up real quick? Do you know what? Why don't we even just leave him on the ship? That way, we know he's safe, even though this cave's abandoned, James is mollified, and, you know, he might make some connections, and, you know, because I'll... I'll... Isn't that... Isn't that borderline kidnapping? We don't even know if he wants to come with us. Well, the ship is not going to the moon. The ship will stay relatively close to the python tree. Uh, but, you know, some would even argue this is the best thing for Apophis because he's just gone through a lot right now. He probably shouldn't be left alone. Uh, and James is going through a little bit of a yoga withdrawal. So maybe this is actually for the best if we at least put him on the ship with us. (laughs) Makes sense. Let's kidnap him. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'll pick him up. I'm going to go over and, like, Gently cradle him in both my arms <laughs> and Aww. start walking out with him. And you put his other arm just on his chest, like starts there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was sleeping with his other arm, like as a pillow. Like the the detached one. Yeah. <laughs> and you all start moving out, and you can see descending down into the jungle just above the river, the side door opens up, the platform to like walk on descends. Um, and you can see the airships there. And Randy just goes. All right, fellas. Now, I know I can't fit on that. 
Uh, while you were away, I did prepare something. Oh my gosh, do you have wings? Why'd you have to bring that up? I told you some dragons don't have wings, so so I can be a full dragon without it. Okay, right, sorry. Jeez. I mean, it would be nice. If we see a dragon on the way, I'm going to clip its wings. (laughs) Oh, dark. No. (laughs) I got this, like, zero gravity scroll. Basically, it makes me weightless. So we're going to... We're going to pull you like a balloon. Yeah. I love it. That's the best I can do. I mean, you know, like the illusion's there. Like you're you're casting a shadow on the ground without being on the ground. You know, that's that's pretty good. And I'll, I'll yell the directions of where we got to go. It should be obvious. Big moon island, moon shaped. You couldn't miss it. Well, let's go. Is it like a, like a waxing, a waning moon? Is it a crescent? Is it like a full moon? Like- it's a crescent. Okay. It's a crescent. All right, <laughs> let's go. You all board the ship with Apophis, and you're up on the top deck, and there's uh, James behind the wheel, and he just waves, and Pepper comes out of the cockpit area up onto the bridge and just, like, s- like is flying around all of you guys so excitedly. And they're like, Kojaga! You Kojaga! I want to put on my helm of comprehend languages and uh, pass the spell to comprehend languages for Draconic. And I want to know. Oh my gosh, you're here! You're here! I missed you! I missed you so much! Oh my gosh, this is what you really sound like. Mm hmm, all the time. Wait, what? You can. Under- How do you understand me? This cool new helmet I've got. Oh. I've been waiting for like eight episodes for this or something. Oh, that's amazing. I don't know if I like this. Zippy, can you, can you turn it off? Wait, what? What? You, you want me to like, whack this thing off his head? I mean. Can't say funny things behind his back. Look, the helmet doesn't work all the time. Can you at least just wait until the helmet runs out or something? I don't like waiting! And they start flying away. Oh, I thought we were friends. Okay. I am your friend! And uh, you put a Apophis on the bridge and you start flying away. You see Randy grabs hold of the hull and you start floating. It, like it, It's like he's weightless, so you don't even feel any drag. Um, and you're flying away out of Takul and flying up. And James is just like, Now I want to ask about the dragon that's holding onto our ship. I feel like I'd rather not. Probably for the best. And you start flying away. And as you're flying, you're going up. You can see Takul off in the distance. You can see there's some smoke coming off of it, but there's no bugs around. But uh, yeah, it looks like there's been some damage done. You can see, like, one Koibra in the distance, like, walking through the city. But as you're going closer, you're leaving to the west. And you see, you know, there's this crescent moon island. But it's kind of weird-shaped because it kind of is on a large plateau. It's like, you can't just walk on or board onto this island. There's a large, like, cliff wall and then the island, right? And you can see, as you're high in the sky and you're looking at with telescopes and stuff, you can see... That there's like some bugs like swarming over top of it and stuff, and you can see some koibras trying to scale the walls mm. to get onto the island to eat more bugs, but they're falling back into the ocean and clawing and splashing. But you are moving towards uh, the moon island, and it should take you just a couple of hours. But as you're flying and you're just waiting, all of a sudden, it strikes noon. Um, 
workout. What the hell? <laughs> Punch. <laughs> bro, 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 bro. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Slam. <laughs> Here, are you awake? Ding dong. What? 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 Who doth awaken me from my slumber? I, well, I think it's, I think we're getting close to noon and it seemed like you were waking up. You were kind of talking in your sleep. Wait, what? And then he's like slowly coming to, he's a, he's a slow riser too. And you see just flying out of the sky, landing on his chest is Pepper. And they're like, Kochaga, Kochaga! And they're dancing on their chest. And he's like, what the, what the hell? Apophis, you're awake. Welcome to our ship. Oh, what the hell is this rat? And the, and Pepper immediately turns to him and goes, Solana. Like they're really offended <laughs> uh, at being called a rat. Um, and Apophis just goes, oh, Get off me, littlest bro! Oh, why you got wings? You're like a. Uh, uh, what is happening? It's hard to breathe. Where where am I? Apophis. Why is it Apophis? Blue? Let me explain. We are on a way. To go to the moon for our own missions and our own prerogatives. However, we're concerned for you because of the immense trauma physically that you've gone through and the emotional trauma. And Takul's not safe, as you can as you can see. It's it's in a rampage. And I mean, w- once we're done, we'll be back soon. If if you want to stay, you can stay here and recover, and you can spend time with James. He's a, a, a butler, and, and and then afterwards we can bring you back to the Python tree ourselves, or you can come with us. And see the world. It's wasn't what I was asking. Where, where are we right now? And he gets up and he's like, "Wait, wait, whoa, we're high, yo, whoa!" And he like slithers over to the edge and he looks out and you can see the sea and you're like in between Takul and the Moon Island over the sea. He's just like, "Yo, this is so far from my tree." I'm gonna use thaumaturgy to make the same music as like Breath of the Wild when you first leave the cave and you see Hyrule or the Great Plateau. I'm gonna say, this is what I was talking about, the world. It goes beyond the python tree. It goes beyond what you can see here. And you could see it with us if you want. Oh, it really does look so big. Bro, is my world was that small? We've all been there. you're telling me and he turns around to all of you and he's like if I stay with you guys will I get stronger <laughs> absolutely I mean the rest of us have little bro over here sorry I was piloting the ship it's kind of my thing <laughs> you always surprise me little bro well, I still have a lot to learn from you. They wanted you to join us, but... Look, I know it's your decision. It always has been. <laughs> no. And he kind of, like, rubs his thumb like he's, like, wiping his nose. Kind of like, <laughs> no. I was going to say no, but... Forgot. <laughs> forgot? You forgot to say no. <laughs> no I, I forgot to say no? 
boss, you forgot I had to... Had to train this little guy. <laughs> yeah, for him. That's what I'll do. Not for me. I mean, for me too, but... <laughs> Looks like mutual benefits. You know what? I can't believe I'm gonna say this. You know what? Hell yeah. Oh, uh, yes. deep yeah. That, that's a thing that we do on the ship. Uh, you'll get it. But hey, that's great. That's great news. Deep yeah. Hell yeah. But most importantly, Kuchow! <laughs> and that's where we end the nice. episode. <laughs>